Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacy Musial. And I am Brenda Carey, and we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. I'd like to begin by wishing all of our listeners a very, very happy new year. And this is honestly one of my favorite times of year. I really think it's a sacred, even magical time. However, I do realize for many of us, we're coming off the hangover of Christmas and any holiday that you celebrate. And so the maybe overactivity or the abundance of stimulation that tends to occur uh, during what's meant to be a quiet time of year can really feel overwhelming and we can forget the gifts of this more quiet darker season and since we're coming off of winter solstice which is also meant to be a very reflective time an introspective time and a time to really shine our inner light and really know uh, what that means personally for us. So that when we, I feel like when we come to this new year, it's this opportunity to really look at what do I want to create for this new year, an intention, um, a vision of something that we really want to shine forward um, in our own unique way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> this is really one of my favorite times of the year. I absolutely love the new year and being able to create a new vision for myself and what I want to truly create and recognizing, yeah, like you said, as we are moving out of winter solstice, we came from the darkest time of the year and now we are moving into the light and shining the light where we can truly you know, shine the light on the things we want to create and in, including the things we're ready to heal within ourselves. And, you know, how are we going to move forward in the new year with this light for ourselves for the year ahead? And I think it's really a beautiful time to, you know, reflect on the things that we 
did create and that did manifest in the previous year, because I think that's really important in order to move forward, you know, to recognize, oh yeah, we, you know, I did, you know, really accomplish a lot and, you know, recognizing and reflecting on those things is really important. So we can also maybe build on the things that are working and the things that we want to create for the new year and then continue that forward momentum. I think it's such a beautiful time. And I think when we can come into a new year with intention, it's really a powerful force because that intention will help us move forward. And, you know, when we have intention, our minds and our our bodies are, you know, the universe is helping us with that. It finds ways to create the things that we want to have. And it's really an important thing to have that vision for ourselves. Yes, I I wholeheartedly agree. You know, having a, a higher intention connected to uh, wisdom, source, divine, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm going to back it up a little bit and just share like a short, like what used to be true for me. I always came upon the new year kind of like mixed reviews. Like I'd be, yeah, excited for the new year, but I always focused on more of a mindset of lack or scarcity. And I am not, you know, criticizing uh, our society at large, but it definitely is very invested in external external things that will supposedly make us feel fulfilled. So obviously this time of year, we are seeing a lot of products and programs advertised for like weight loss or financial freedom or organization is another one like organize your closets or, you know, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. And I, I get it. That's like the typical New Year's resolution. And I think what we're trying to communicate is, no, there is, we are creators and we can be creators of of a higher vibration. And so for those of you who are like, oh, I like to make New Year's resolutions, I'm not saying to disband that at all. I'm just saying know where those desires really come from. Like, what do we really desire from our heart? And there's nothing wrong. I don't, at least I don't think with say setting a new year's resolution for losing weight. My encouragement would be, hmm, instead of the focusing on the word losing, which comes from a place of, you know, scarcity and lack, uh, maybe we focus on being strong, feeling, you know, feeling really healthy, really vibrant in our body and our mind. So for some of us, it might just be a little bit of a, of a mental shift and looking at like, what do I want to create in a positive mind frame uh, as opposed to what do I want outside of myself that will hopefully, you know, fulfill the void that I feel inside. Uh, so that's my encouragement. You know, I, I'm definitely a believer in, you know, set the goals that you want if you feel like you really are drawn towards that. And also have a more heart-centered intention of like, how can I create this that will raise my vibration? And those goals will hopefully more easily be accomplished. I 100% agree because I think it's so important, you know, because we can have these resolutions, but they are externally focused. And, you know, one thing that's helped me over the years is, you know, recognizing 
you know, yeah, like you said, like what is under that? Like what is, what do you really want to create? You know, it's not necessarily a weight loss or, you know, I mean, it's weight loss, but it's like, how do you want to feel, right? And, and that vibration, that vibrant, optimal health, you know? And so that is the intention, right? And then you can discover and, you know, come up with steps on how you want to get there to feel that. So I personally, one of the things that I really like to do, aside from, you know, the Sankalpa, which we'll talk about here soon, but, you know, really coming up with maybe a word or theme for the year. And so that might be, you know, what, what are, what's a word that would really feel good and connect you to your goals, you know? So for me, like this year, my word and theme is connection and presence. And so I really want to begin to embody that and, you know, develop connections with people, deeper connections. And, you know, but really when I think about what that looks like, it's really being present with the people that I'm experiencing connection with. So, you know, being presence is, you know, really being a deep listener and standing in my truth in what I, what I'm feeling in the moment and being able to express that. And so, you know, really being present with the person, but also with who I am. And so that's going to be a really important thing to come into 2023 for me. Um, but that will help also guide me into my interactions and you know my my work and my community and the things that i'm creating to you know how will each thing along the way really create the connection and presence that i want to bring into the world and bring into this year mm, i love those words of connection and presence i mean i think we can all use that in our day-to-day life. And you mentioned one of my favorite words, sankalpa. Mm -hmm. Um, And for our listeners who are like, what is that? Uh, This is the ancient yogi practice. It's kind of like the yogi's version of a New Year's resolution. Uh, It roughly translates in Sanskrit as a vow to our heart's deepest desire or our highest wisdom. So it comes from a much more of a heart-centered place from self-love, compassion, as opposed to the real mind who's going to figure out all the steps. That's not this. A sankalpa, this vow to your, your true nature, highest self, is meant to be like this overarching, even like a theme, like you mentioned, or a word for the year. It's usually put in a short phrase or sentence that's in the present tense. So it's not like a, I will be connected. Um, it's I am connected or connection is my true nature. And it's phrased in the positive, which we mentioned before. And I love how you mentioned, like you use that theme word, same with the sankalpa. We use that to really help bring in what we want to align to, whether that's people or opportunities. Uh, and it gives us a direction. Otherwise, my scattered brain can go all over the place, you know, whether it's with personal decisions or business decisions that I have to make. And it feels like I'm just scattered, but I'm not really focused in 
and what I do really want to create. So I think one of the beauties of having a Sankalpa statement or a word or theme for the year is it does provide that direction from a place of self-love. And for me, it also gives me permission to say no. And that's a mm. big thing because I if I feel like even if it's a good opportunity that comes along, but if it's not really aligned with my Sankalpa, then it's just like, you know what? No, it's, it's okay. Uh, it might be a later, it might be a wait, but at least it brings me some clarity on how I'm going to move forward rather than just moving forward in a whole bunch of different directions and hoping for the best. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I think having that Sankalpa and word or theme, I like to do both, honestly, mm -hmm. because I, I have, you know, different intentions for different things, but, you know, the with those, you know, intentions and, and the Sankalpa, it's, it's really easy to, you know, come back to that, you know, because then when you have all these other things, distractions that we have, we're living in a, you know, world of information overload and right. things are always coming at us. And we're like, oh, that program looks good or that, you know, looks good. But, you know, does it really match what you're trying to create for that year? It doesn't mean we you know, you can't do that at some point. And, you know, but really, like, what is the intention or the Sankalpa that, you know, is helping you move forward in your life? Because, you know, when we have this overload, it, we can get really lost. And so, you know, having that heart center, that heart desire, when you're really truly meditating and on that space and that heart center, that will help lead you forward because all the other things become, you know, part of that mind chatter, you know, when that mind chatter is like, you know, helping you creating that distraction. And, you know, but when you come back to the heart, that's really where I think the answers lie in such a deeper, more profound way that will lead you to your ultimate, you know, purpose and the things that you're truly, truly wanting to create from a soul level. Mm, I love that. Yeah. It's, and I loved how you mentioned meditating because so often, you know, people will ask me, well, how do you, how do you come up? with a Sankalpa for the year. And I say, well, first of all, it for me, it actually starts more at the beginning of December, although winter solstice is like a key day or two around there where I do spend some time in meditation. And I'm a journaler and I love to write. I know that's not everybody's thing, but having some way to really reflect on what I learned this past year and then what do I want to see for myself for, for the next year, personally, professionally, <clears throat> excuse me, within, you know, my family structure and what is that going to look like? So I kind of create like visions in my mind of, you know, what, what is my new year going to be like? And I am that powerful creator that can empower myself to come up with a phrase to support that. Uh, so after I go through sort of the highlights and lowlights of the previous year, and importantly, the things that I learned from this year, and that was one thing I was actually reflecting on um, a little while ago, was, you know, I was focusing a lot on my accomplishments, which all 
all those things are really good to acknowledge, but like, what did I learn personally from those? Um, like I learned, I am way more resilient uh, than I originally thought, had a lot of change this year. And it takes courage to step into change because I've been pushed outside of my comfort zone more times than I can count this year. And so I really looked at those words like resiliency, courage, bravery, uh, and really took those in. And then I'm like, okay, from there, and this is where you talk about the deepening, from there, like, what is my New Year's Sankalpa going to look like? And what do I really, really want? Mm -hmm. Like, I know I might say something surfacey, like, I want my business to grow. I want to be able to help more, more people with vibrant health. But what do I really, really want? And that takes some time to get down to those deeper layers. Um, and for me, interesting, like, we're coming up with the same word of connection. I think that might be a podcast theme, um, <laughs> like being really soulfully connected to divine source or great spirit, whatever you want to call it. And that has really been shining through in my reflection time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so you mentioned journaling. I love, you know, to journal about, you know, what I want to create for the year. And I'll, you know, even write down my Sankalpa, my words, and I'll come back to them, you know, every, well, pretty often, like, you know, every month or so, and I'll look at it, but, you know, I'll really want to check in, in with it several times throughout the year so that I can really make sure that I'm on track. And so it's, it's really nice to be able to write all of that down. So you can see that you have made progress or that you're still on track with what your vision is for the year and that deep visioning and manifesting, you know, when you're writing it down, um, it, it becomes po more powerful too. And so I really appreciate that. And I oftentimes will, um, not often, but at most, like every year, I will create a vision board. Um, and so that might look different every year, whether or not it's on a big poster board or in my journal or someplace that I can, you know, we'll be able to see it on a very frequent basis so that I can come back to that. And, and those the vision board, you know, is just a, maybe a collage of pictures of things that will represent what I'm wanting to create because when we have a picture in our mind so between the pictures and the words we're able to really connect and our mind is going to find ways to continue to create that so it's a really important and intentional process that we can go through and you know without a without a vision or a map we can't get to our destination right and so it's so important to have that so we can get to where we want to go whether or not you know we we don't always know exactly what the end will look like because it's all you know can ebb and flow and weave and you know change in the path that we get there and that might change um but it's important to have an idea of what you want and, and, you know, diving deep into those feelings because the feelings will help drive the, the vision forward, which is, you know, what's underneath that Sankalpa or those words. So that's why it's so important to have those words and 
that heartfelt desire of what you're truly wanting to create so that you're, you can move into that direction with those deep feelings. Yeah. I love, I love using the word, well, vision as a verb, like visioning and like vision boards remind me like that's the process of visioning and creating, you know, the scenarios that we want to see. And it may not be exact. I mean, I always hold the outcome loosely, you know, cause we don't always know how we're going to get there, but there is this visioning process and my sort of super easy way. I, I haven't done an actual vision board with collages. I'm actually not a very visual person, but I do the the really cheap and easy way of post-it notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just will have like these colorful post-it notes and I put my Senkalpa statement like on my bathroom mirror, on the dashboard of my car. And so I'm constantly seeing that um, in my business planner. That's a big one. Mm. You know? And I tr really try like in the, on the cover of my journal. So I'll have multiple post-it notes. So it like really sinks in to my psyche of like, this is what I'm creating. And this is where I start from this heart centered place. And I will say, because, and this is another differentiation between typical resolution and Sankalpa is that a sankalpa is fluid. So there have been years, and I'll, let me explain what I mean by that, is like, I start out saying, okay, this is this is my sankalpa statement. Maybe it's something like, um, like I am worthy, you know? And then I do kind of a quarterly revision and ask myself, does this really still feel true for me? Because life changes. I mean, that's just, honoring the nature of the seasons, whether it's outside or inside ourselves. And oftentimes I will alter or totally change up my Sankalpa statement. It could be in the springtime, it could be in the summer or fall, because I'm like, you know what, I'm not fully resonating with that. Or maybe I feel like I've gone even a layer deeper. And so another word or another theme will show up. Mm -hmm. And I love having this idea that we're not fixed. For the whole year, it's like once you, you know, pick your word or your send couple, you have to do it for the whole entire year. And I say, no, it, it can change and it can be very fluid. And I think that also prevents us from giving up because we know, I don't know what the exact statistic is, but, you know, most resolutions end within four to six weeks or something like by mid-February, they're, you know, already thrown out. People are like, oh, I failed. I didn't lose the weight or create the money or whatever it was. And it's kind of like an easy, an easy out, like, well, resolutions don't really work for me. And I'm like, oh, but a Sankalpa can always work. We just might need to shift it a little mm -hmm. bit. And then from there, start again, realigning or revisioning to what do I want to create now? Mm -hmm. And to recognize that, you know, it's a forgiving process and mm, I love that. yeah, like we, we don't have to be so hard on ourselves because right. we didn't accomplish the thing that we set out to do that. It feels like we didn't accomplish that, but what steps did we take to get there, you know, and, and recognizing even what we would call small steps, right? Because I think we are in a culture of this black and white thinking like, oh, I didn't accomplish this whole big thing, right? But but what did you accomplish? And maybe those small steps, you know, are going to lead you to, you know, that that process of what you're trying to create or, you know, the the end goal, which it's really not about the end goal because 
there's really no destination, right? It's all an unfolding process that we get to create when we allow the process to unfold naturally, you know, whether or not it's losing weight, you know, if losing weight is the end goal, you know, you know, maybe the, you know, and we change that to optimal health, like what steps did you take to get there? Was it maybe adding in more greens or, you know, going for more walks or, you know, things that maybe getting out in nature, things that are supporting that. And so we get to really look at the things that we are doing right, rather than focusing on what we, you know, perceived that we failed at or didn't do in in the way that we, our minds, you know, like to make up stories about. Mm, So true. So true. So my encouragement to our listeners is to begin this process, like really check in with your heart. Like what does your heart deeply desire and create a word or a short phrase, a sankalpa statement that helps you align to what you do really want to create. And you have that power within you. You truly do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Stacy and I are always wanting to support people in this process. Please reach out to one of us either via the podcast or our uh, personal contacts, and we would love to support you. And thank you for listening to Be the Love. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends or giving us a five-star written review on iTunes and Spotify or liking us on Facebook. And again, I'm Brenda Carey. And as a holistic healer, I offer coaching and online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health. Please contact me on my website, which is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacy Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. And you can find out more about my work and my book and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. And you can check out our links in the show notes. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with monthly donations that help help us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time.